a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a food tram sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. All right, welcome back, regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here with you live on the Outdoor Zone radio network or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney and the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. Great. Beefsteak. Oh, man, I can't believe he just stole that. Just bam, took it away from me. <laughs> and uh, Ty Wire is the ranch hand that gets there early, makes sure everything's working, gets the gate open, puts some wood on the old pot belly stove. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio in Texas and also the uh, hottest new little podcast in the outdoor zone in the outdoor world. I wouldn't say new. I mean, it's been around for years, much like McBride's Guns. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. Yeah, that's McBride's Guns. They're Austin's family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer. You can uh, go there, get a gunsmith to take care of any problems you have. You can have them help you find ammo that you need, help them find the firearm you need, referral class, uh, for shooting your firearm, all that and more right there at McBride's. You'll find them in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com because, you know, McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. So there's a lot of woods and waters groups around the country mm. and almost every little town has a woods and waters group or a DU group or quail unlimited or RMEF Rocky mountain elk foundation or friends of NRA or some event going on. And, uh, here in Austin, there's Austin woods and waters. They're one of the, uh, supporters for the kids outdoor zone program that we have. And uh, their regular luncheon, they're going to start doing their deer forecast with the Macy Ledbetter from Texas Parks and Wildlife coming up August 3rd, 1130 a.m. at the Ben-Hur Shrine Temple located at 7811 Rockwood Drive. Um, so more on that, just Google Austin Woods and Waters Club. And uh, those guys are great. They'll have some barbecue and everything there. Plus, so TJ, I was wet. Sitting- plus, I want to tell you that they, you know, they're the ones that uh, that back the McBride's foundation, right? Yeah. They're the caretakers yep, of that the McBride foundation. Just like Cody was talking McBride. about with McBride's. And I think it's important to know that when you put your money into that organization, you're helping also with the McBride's and they support you and kids outdoor zone. Don't they? That is correct, sir. So, Hey, uh, I was sitting last night at the little community volunteer fire department, fish fry and live auction. And I was sitting next to Cody's father-in-law who told me a story about one of his neighbors and his neighbor said that he was out, uh, out in his, on his piece of property. And he saw a big old hog, 200 pound hog. (laughs) And he went over the, he, he went and got his gun, came out and shot it. 
So then he goes, he goes over there to try and find it. And the hog is still alive and it attacks him and rips up his hand and he has to go and get stitches and all this stuff. And they never find the hog, but he knows he shot him. And, uh, so then he's cruising along, you know, with his old janky hand all stitched up from this hog that attacked him. And he sees one of his neighbors and he says, Hey, how you doing? Bobby goes, Oh man, got attacked by a hog yesterday. He goes, what? So that hog, he said, yeah, I saw a hog and, uh, went to shoot at it and, uh, came up on me and attacked me. And, uh, he said, I got off a bunch of shots, but I couldn't find him after I shot him. And so this hog, this wounded hog went to this other guy's farm ranch and attacked him while he was out in the field. <laughs> and then it, so the reason why I was telling that is because it just happened and you don't hear a whole lot about hogs attacking people. I mean, you always worry about it and you always think, yeah, well, it's a possibility. And if you're, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Um, but you don't hear a whole lot about it, dude. That was like just in the last couple of weeks. And it happened right here in this, my circle of influence, my, my, my realm. <laughs> and it was crazy. So anyway, gotta watch them hogs make sure you get a kill shot in man carry a pistol out there on the farm mm -hmm. yeah no oh. kidding yikes yeah i did see uh you mentioned it but i have seen the first hog showed up on camera on my game cam on on my place the first hog i've seen out here and uh, after years and years of taking game cam photos i had one uh for several nights showing up regularly and, uh, oh man, he's been showing up between like midnight and 2 a.m. So that's the only reason he's not dead yet. That's, <laughs> that's a long, perfect. that's a long way to, that's a long time to wait up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I, and I didn't see him like, so I, so I had him on camera, you know, I checked my cameras. I don't have the ones that go to your cell phone on my farm. And so I just replace the card every week or every couple of weeks. And the, when I changed the card, he, he didn't show up for like that night, the night before or whatever, I guess. So I showed up for like five or six nights straight. And then the night or the night I checked it, he didn't show up the night before that. So I was like, well, is he gone now? You know, I don't want to wait up and he didn't show up last night. So anyway, um, and I'll check it this week and kind of see if he's back or if he's consistent. And then I'll have to upgrade it to a well, he, level two. Hawk you'll have to issue. check and see if he had a bullet wound in him. <laughs> yeah, I will. Well, that kind of, yeah, that kind of pushes up the urgency. Now I'm going to go. Yeah, check that makes that story right a little bit better right there. Cause you ain't that far from. So, uh, earlier this area, I've got a couple of farmhouses that I, I've, I've been working on and, um, I had a little project on this farmhouse, uh, working on a porch of this farmhouse, just some wood, you know, replacing some wood and stuff like that. And, uh, figure it's about a day project, you know, a day long project and, uh, was out there earlier this week and, and into, well, the first day kind of got disrupted because I had cows get out or, or a cow get out and, uh, some uh i've anyway it's a long story i had i have this little <laughs> this little gap in the side of my fence i got a call from the guy that uh works for the electric company that had my number that kn knows me and called me and said i think you i think this one of your longhorns and uh the sheriff and i are here and so i had to run back and get the longhorn back in the fence and so it kind of messed up that whole day you know this day-long project now uh I knew I wasn't going to get it done in a day, right? Or at least that day. And so, um, it got super hot. Of course, I, you know, laid off early and just said, look, it's not going to get done in a day, but I got some work done today. I'll knock it out tomorrow. And, uh, and it, I mean, it was hot. It was like three 30 in the afternoon. 
I was drenched. I was already on my second or third shirt for the day. I'm a big water drinker. So I came home and, and, uh, took some electrolyte tablets. That's something else I'd try and do a little bit. And, uh, had a little bit of a headache, you know, but not crazy headache and, uh, didn't think much of it. You know, I was also around an old farmhouse that's got a lot of dust and, you know, that kind of stuff. So a lot can lead to a headache. <clears throat> didn't think much of it. Got up early the next day. I had some stuff to do in the, uh, attic space of this old farmhouse. I just, I was adding some insulation before I kind of finished off the porch above you know, adding some insulation above the porch and stuff. So I got up early to get that done while it was cooler. And, uh, of course, finished that and, you know, nine o'clock in the morning or whatever. It was done. So I was out of the attic space. So, you know, my worry of the heat and all that was kind of over as far as that goes. Continue working on the, on the porch. And, uh, and I noticed... I was like, okay, now it's lunchtime. I got to eat. And I noticed that it was, I, I started slowing down. Things just started slowing down. And I noticed I was getting slower and slower and slower. And, uh, yeah, and I finished that project and I got home and it was, I mean, I had a headache. I was, I couldn't hardly see straight. And uh, it took me, it, I'm still recovering. And this is three days later. So I'm just saying, be careful, be careful, be careful, because that heat will take you out, and, and, and I'm used to it. So anyway. Right, and, and, and you were not in the direct sun. You were just no. outside in the heat, and you're a water drinker. So all that to be said, folks, out there in the heat, be careful. Yeah, you want to avoid the headaches? You want to avoid that... Uh... That trouble, go to Sun Automotive. Everybody at some point needs their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. When it comes to our auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Repair Shop near you, which would be 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated repair maintenance company since 1978. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance ads and tips and specials all week. SunAutoService.com. All Coming right. up next, your Peter Report. You only get it one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back, Regulators. Hey, you're tuned in to the number one outdoor show, The Outdoor Zone Radio Network. You can also track us at the brand new website, theoutdoorzone.com, where you can find out information on myself, Beef, or Cody Ryan. You can follow us on our personal social media there. You can also post on The Outdoor Zone's Facebook page. Love to hear from you, see pictures of your kids hunting and fishing, you hunting and fishing, all the adventures that go on during the summer. Hey, and to get there, how about a Nile Maxwell Ram? This summer, build the perfect new Ram without all the added charges, market adjustments, addendums, and pay nothing until it arrives during the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Make this summer event. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our Ram truck team at Nile Maxwell Supercenter will set down with you and build out the exact Ram that suits your needs. Buy, build it, buy it, and we'll deliver it right to your drawer, door, driveway, somewhere around your house. <laughs> the savings and selection are here at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin. Come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Now it's time for the PETA report. <laughs> 
They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Okay, here's the question, gentlemen. If you answer this question correctly, you will win a prize. (laughs) The question is, what is your favorite cut of meat? Big. <laughs> that is not a. Yes, it is a cut. What What do you, you want? Like big, uh, a T-bone? Big. Do you like slight thick slice bacon? Uh, a thin pork chop fried correctly? Uh, yes. Check mark. Check mark and check mark. I like the. <laughs> uh, what's the one you have the horseradish sauce with? What's that prime rib called? prime rib yeah now we're getting oh, into my wow this is my wheelhouse here okay we're wow. gonna talk about meat <laughs> and yeah. beef beef steak we are in the house i my. i i would have to say that i think personally the porterhouse it's a double cut uh t-bone basically it's twice <laughs> as thick double cut that means they do it twice uh no it's they don't measure here they don't measure it twice they skip over yeah they do they measure one go nope that's not good enough we need to go to the next cut yeah and then you get that whole big piece twice cut my dad taught me measure twice cut once and one side has got the one side's got ribeye basically and the other is the uh uh, sirloin and so you get the best of both worlds sirloin's the worst there's no marbling in it right Right, but it, but it like a strip, you know. You get a little What's bit. What's the point? It's got it's flavorful, man. And then Beef you get the filet mignon the on the other My side. My favorite, and I love all the above. What you guys are speaking of, I'll have one of each, please. Um, but really, my favorite meat right now is a deer hamburger. Yes, sir. I know it's cheap and easy, but there is it's nothing better. Then a big old thick deer burger patty with all the fixings. And uh, I've been man. doing them on the pellet grill with the wood fire, yeah. and that makes a cheater. Man, that is awesome. No, I don't have time to load up sticks and take two hours to get the firebox going. Mm, man, you well, if you've ever on. if you've ever been through Texas, you've probably passed by the big Tex. Uh, the big text is the big, uh, it's up in Amarillo. It's that meat Amarillo. Yeah. Um, and Peter's, Peter's got a, is poking at them. old boys, probably poking at the wrong person, a billboard paid for by PETA peoples for the ethical treatment of animals is drawing attention to its location in Amarillo. The billboards message is it's me, not meat, which can be seen by anyone driving into Amarillo's just past into Amarillo, just past the big Texan steak ranch along I 40 Peter put up protest billboard near the Texan. Uh, it's claimed to fame for an iconic restaurant that has served millions of people since opening in 1960, a billboard sponsored by Peter is countering the restaurant's 72 ounce steak challenge with a plea to encourage folks to recognize cows are individuals, not entrees. (laughs) We respect the opinion of anybody in America of what they believe and don't believe in, said Lee, um, the manager for the restaurant. We know that people have the opinion of pulling in here and eat steak or not. In 62 years, we've seen everything. From Oprah on the mad beef scare to dietary reasons for not eating beef, but people still file in the restaurant and celebrate eating beef steaks every day. The sign is visible. The PETA sign is visible from the restaurant's parking lot. PETA is hoping to raise awareness about what the what feel is the inhumane what it feels is the inhumane treatment of cattle. The sign will be up for thirty days. Uh, right there in the middle of beef country. And the question is, do you think it's going to have an impact on the people coming to the restaurant? So I've only, I've eaten there one time. I've only eaten there one time and it was, I was driving through with my wife to, 
the mountains at some point during, uh, I think it was early ski season. So before all the schools were let out, it was not a heavy vacation travel time at all, which is kind of the week we always, or we chose for several years there when we were a single wild traveling couple, <laughs> uh, single meaning couple. without kid, you know, without a child. And, uh, we go on our ski trip. We drove through there one time and it was like an early, you know, I'd gotten up at Odon 30 and left the house and got up there for an early lunch and said, we got to go to the big Texan. I mean, we've been seeing billboards for the last 40 miles that the big Texan is where we're going to eat lunch. And it was an early lunch. It was probably like on a Wednesday and, uh, for an early lunch in an off season, not a travel time. And I think there was only one other person in there eating lunch at that time. And so it was really weird. Like they just barely opened, you know, not like not all the lights were on. It's a giant building. Oh yeah. They serve millions of people. Yeah. But it was just weird to be in there when nobody was in, I mean, hardly anybody was in there. So we, um, this may be a shock, but I've never done the 72 ounce challenge eating a 72. Well, the time that we went through there, the last time, uh, we, we were on a motorcycle ride and we flew the wives into Lubbock and picked them up right on the motorcycles. We pulled up to the airport, they jumped on and we went up to Amarillo. We were staying (laughs) at Palo Duro (laughs) Canyon (laughs) down at the conservation Corps cabins at the very bottom. Pretty, pretty cool place, by the way incredible you know second largest only to the grand canyon but on the way up there you go through amarillo basically you know it's right outside of amarillo and i wanted to stop so bad and my wife was like no we're not gonna do i can't have you like that in a meat coma on a motorcycle riding you know the just above just below the speed limit Okay. Of course. So, so my wife whispered need, over uh, to me, "No, we are we not." We need to jump on a Southwest flight, <laughs> shimmy over there to Amarillo. I wouldn't get a, on a flight right now. Catch an Uber over to the Big Tex. Take you four days to get there on an airplane right now, <laughs> and probably, have that dinner. Yep. And then fly home. We should do that in, as a one day challenge. Just so, take you over there. What do you think would be the response you get back on the plane after doing the 72-ounce steak challenge? You'd be miserable. I was miserable after all the fried catfish I ate last night. I mean. Well, it's different. That's deep-fried, battered stuff. Come on. That's different. <laughs> this is real beef. I mean, come on. I, 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 always, heart. Get the, I always get Slow the down. smallest steak, you know, of whatever category What's I want. wrong with you? Why? It's just. It because I don't want to be miserable. I hate eating to be miserable afterwards. And that just sounds like it'd be miserable. Like I'm over that. I've grown through that phase where I just, I don't have to be miserable after I eat. It's like uh, a muscle. You got to work it. You got to work it out to develop and, (laughs) and, and get it bigger and better and stronger is your, your meat appetite. Come on. But that's one thing that's on my bucket list because I have not done it. I can't wait to hear how the veganites uh, do after the the encounter with Uncle Beefsteak and all the <laughs> the plethora of meat that they're gonna their mom is gonna, gonna, gonna kill you. <laughs> May not be them. the best option for you, but it is for me, Beefsteak. Altrua Health Share, finding affordable, top quality health care <laughs> options. Take him can be tricky for sportsmen, (laughs) entrepreneurs, those who are self-employed. And, uh, you know, we commit to a statement of standards, which includes a healthy lifestyle. Hmm. Uh, Altria HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altria HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to uh, traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. My family and I are covered by Altria HealthShare. Uh, they, I carry them as I travel across the country and just feel good that my family is secure with a great uh, health share ministry. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. 
Check them out. Altrua Healthshare, where we care for one another. Coming right, up come- next, your armed citizens report. You only get it one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7-365, theoutdoorzone.com. Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my, I got my baby up in my deer blind. Hey, it's going to be deer season soon. It's going to, all this heat and everything's going to just be gone. And we'll be sitting in a deer stand soon. But hey. One thing that doesn't change is the Sunday brunch over at Shore Raw Barn Grill. Now, they got a great menu every night of the week. They got live music almost every night of the week. Um, but they do this Sunday brunch, this jazz brunch that's just to die for. And they have this killer breakfast enchiladas and Third Coast Benedict. You've got to go over there and enjoy this brunch spectacular uh, going on over there they have apple cider donuts whoa come on and if you long for a margarita in the on a warm sunday afternoon well the watermelon margaritas just there just what you're looking for it's shore raw bar and grill our buddies rick Wahlberg and uh, jim schneider are killing it at shore raw bar and grill live music uh, fresh f- seafood flown in every week um, you just, you just got to go over there and experience this place for yourself. They're located on highway 71 West at covered bridge, just West of the Y and Oak Hill, the shore raw barn grill shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. You never know when you're going to see beef or me or Cody Ryan at shore raw barn grill, go over there and get you some of that. How about it? Now it's time for the Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. So this is the story of the week obviously and if you haven't heard it you have not been tuned into the news channels or any station uh, podcast or anything that has updates at all Um, but we could not not mention this in our armed citizen report for this week on the outdoor zone this is this is our guy our guy of the week the armed citizen of the week, the brave good Samaritan, uh, 22 year old young man who saved who knows how many people Mm -hmm. from an armed bad guy because he was an armed good guy. This is just one that actually made the news. It is level. one that made the news. I can't believe it made the news like it did. I mean, it was, it was highlighted. Spectacular. And it wasn't highlighted by just one, uh, you know, small network. I mean, it was put out there. It just goes to show you that people are tired of this bad behavior by these people that think they can walk in somewhere and uh, and just start firing away. I don't care which side of the of the conversation you're on that's not okay and somebody needs to stop them there i think everybody agrees and that's why this guy's actions were just printed all over shots rang out in the food court of greenwood park mall in greenwood indiana on sunday night moments as a uh, sunday night as a man armed with a rifle opened fire officials say the shooter who has not been publicly identified, killed three people and wounded two others before he was shot and killed by an armed citizen moments later. This is the incident that uh, was put across the news. 
Uh, it appears that he had a rifle with several magazines of ammunition, entered the food court, and began shooting. The good Samaritan who shot the man with the rifle uh, was a 22-year-old man from uh, Bartholomew County, Indiana. The real hero of the day is the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in the food court and was able to shoot, uh, stop the shooter almost as soon as it began. Of course, not at the very beginning, but by golly, like you said, who, who knows how long this would have gone on and how many more deaths and injuries would have come from it. If this guy, this young man had not stepped in and assisted. So he was walking with his girlfriend. He was close to the scene where this guy started shooting. So the guy gets into the mall. He's in the men's restroom for an hour and a half over an hour. And then he comes out with these guns. He starts shooting. And this young guy is with his girlfriend in the mall. The mall is closing. They're working their way out of the mall. He hears the shooting and he starts running towards the shooter telling people to get down, get away, go back, get behind him. And he puts it, he positions himself up against a column, takes aim and shoots 10 shots. The shooter then turns to run back to the bathroom, but doesn't make it. And he, he had fires there on the floor in, in the bathroom. He had another, uh, rifle and a handgun and right. a bag More, and ammo. Right. And so this young man, and what was, I forget how far the shot was. Um, said like 40 feet. Yeah, I heard, yeah, like 40 feet. Hey, hold that thought. Keystone Bank, you know, you got to experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Where Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, and operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're invested in our community and its success. Uh, they're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone Bank, you'll enjoy a local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips. they got innovative online banking and handy mobile app banking. They've got it all. To learn more or get started with Keystone account visit one of their locations in person 11500 b caves road in west austin 500 pressler street in downtown austin or 900 hutchins avenue in beautiful ballinger texas or go visit their website keystone.bank for all the information so a couple so of things was, I, that come Cody, i just want to say one thing it was 40 yards 40 yeah. yards that's yes, pretty big shot yards. to hit eight to put eight in the target yeah, 40 yards. That's a long way with the pistol. Um, and so adrenaline. He was, and he was highly proficient. He And to act. I mean, immediately when he saw people running away from the food court, he went to the food court. Mm. So, in the, and then, the, and then the, the, the conversation comes up. Okay, so this mall was a gun-free zone. Is that why it's he posted went? no guns allowed, no firearms allowed in this mall. As a lot of malls are, right? A gun-free zone. All weapons are prohibited on the premises. Prohibited. Yep. Prohibited. Mo better so, prohibited. So now, do they? Do they take him out? Do they sue him? Do they charge him? How do they handle this now? I would like and, to see them try to do that. And the question remains. The question remains. You know, how many of these shooters are going into armed areas or areas where an armed citizen may be posted or armed law enforcement may be posted? None how of many, them. None of them. None of them. They're going into these areas that have been created as target-rich environments for a wacko and, and with them. and But I would be suspect. I would suspect that there are far more people carrying nowadays that you just don't even know. Well, you here's, don't even... here's how I judge whether I should carry in an area or not. 
Um, is am it, I going in there? Okay, check. Yes, I should be careful. <laughs> yeah. Is it a gun-free zone? I, yes. Am I going to that area? Yes. Okay. Um, well, the Second Amendment says I can lawfully own and possess a firearm. So I'm going to own and possess this firearm. And so uh, that's it. That's now, my rule. He was a licensed carrier, right? But really, right. constitutional carry, it came July 1st in Indiana. Yeah. So I think the well, policies are just lacking. They're, they're lagging uh, the court rulings and things like that. I think they'll probably leave them. Their lawyers are probably saying leave it in place. But I think it's one of those things that they're not going to press charges against do you somebody that i'd be was, surprised if they didn't if that is would on you go to would you even consider going into a mall a shopping center a movie nope theater unarmed well, the other nope. thing i want to point out is i bet this guy was mentally prepared he had thought about it before and prepared for if i'm going to carry then i'm going to have this mindset and i've got to take action when action is needed and I think you have to be prepared for that before you go into the situation. Absolutely. Proficient in what you're doing. Absolutely. Just like you can't drive a car without going to driver's ed and knowing how to drive a car. You uh, you don't carry a firearm until you know how to carry a firearm. So, Amen. All right. Coming up, we'll close this whole thing out. It's the outdoor zone. But first, uh, oh, that's it. We're going to close this out next segment. Is that it? Dirt We're Talk done? next. Dirt, Dirt Talk coming Get up Get only next. one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone live from the Bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack em. And stack them, would you? All right. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, regulators. Thank you for being tuned in to the Outdoor Zone Radio Network and uh, our live recording of this podcast. You catch us live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central or 24 7, 365 on your favorite podcast platforms. Share our site, The Outdoor Zone, with your friends and our Facebook page. Hey, farmranchstore.com. If you're a landowner, you got to know about farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than having the right gear, the right equipment. And it'll last for years to come if you get the good stuff. Fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, hog traps, you name it, they got it. Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all trusted names in the industry. And FarmRantStore.com has got the gear. FarmRantStore.com, FarmRantStore.com, that's where the landowner goes to get the work done. turned 80 he was sitting out back in a rocker he said what you been up to late i told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee he poured this wisdom out said if you want my two cents on making a dollar count bye dirt all right dirt talks brought to you by our friends jill and ann at buybasstropproperty.com, their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they'll help you with that too. Jill loves getting to know their clients is, and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Anne's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client buybastropproperty.com buybastropproperty.com and you better together and uh yep jill and ann noticed uh we all three beef cody and i have all worked with jill and ann or are currently working with jill and ann 
and uh, we love dirt. And one of the things, the project that I'm working on right now, um, so uh, I met with the pond builder this week. And water, if you've ever heard us talk about dirt on the show, and you do every week, you know that we believe you need water on your property. You need a, a wet weather creek. You need a pond. You need some water on your property, a river, lake. And, uh, and I have two ponds, and they're both very small and very shallow. They were silted in over the years, really uh, just not taken care of. And so now they're all but dried up. And I met with the pond builder this week and I said, okay, what do I do about my pond? And he said, well, you need to dig it out. And he, um, he told me about the different equipment I need. And I was thinking I needed big excavator and stuff, but I just took the old pop Bobcat and started digging in there. <laughs> and it's amazing what you can do with a Bobcat tractor. But the, uh, the point is uh, he taught me a whole bunch about, you know, how far to go down and what to look for and, and how to be careful while I'm digging my pond and what to look for, when to stop. Um, he told me that uh, ideally, if you could go to a four to one slope on your sides and get 10 foot deep, uh, your water temperature will stay low in the 70s and you'll have less evaporation and just a whole bunch of information that i just really was interested in learning um but again it was a local contractor that that i found through relationships with the local people the people in the community that gave me the name of a guy they trust and so chuck s and i are buddies and he's teaching me about my pond and I text him pictures and he texts me back and just not, not a nicer guy out there to help me in this crucial, crucial time and getting my water feature. Right. And Cody, you spent a lot of work and time on your pond and, and, uh, so it, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, it's a crucial element. It's not ready yet. Meaning it's not, uh, it's not where I want it to be yet, but yeah, spent time digging it out. I've got a buddy who is, um, uh, got a lot of work going on on his pond. He's lowering the level on it and fixing the dam. And he's actually got a lake, you know, got to put in a different style of dam system on his. So You're there's talking absolutely, about Robert. Mm -hmm, yeah. Really? And, he's uh, working on his lake. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of elements to having water on your place that you got to maintain and take care of, but it's, it's imperative to have it. I, I believe, you well, know, like, I dug mine out early on Yeah, and, uh, got a little more depth out of it, um, at least down one side and, uh, got a little bit bigger, bigger footprint and, but it's, you know, not self-sustaining yet. I've lost a ton of water. I'm about to lose the whole pond here. If it doesn't, we don't get a little bit of rain here in the next month, then, uh, I'll lose the whole pond again. And, uh, and so figuring out how to suffice that, whether you store water, whether you have a well system of some sort, I mean, all of those are options that you need to look at, but then, you know, you got a well system and you got a massive drought. You're still pulling water mm -hmm. from a source that could go dry just the same as your pond does. I think. Well, and I, I, uh, gotta be careful I, there too. And, and it doesn't have to be giant. I mean, I lived inside no. the city limits of a Metro area and put a really nice pond in, uh, dug it out with the Bobcat had to use a liner because of the, the, uh, base there was, um, Rocky and permeable. You know, yeah, it wouldn't hold water. And so I used a liner, but I installed it the way the liner company says to install it. And I had a really nice pond. Beef will tell you. Y'all yeah. know it was a hey, we took for, first in time, the city. We took first time fish, fishermen, little young guys out there. Pop. Yeah, had bass cool, and man. perch and catfish in a, in a little pond in a, on a one and a half acre lot in the middle of town. So, 
you can have a water feature. You just need to get some help, get some people to coach you in on it. Tons of YouTube videos. Um, but I always say, and we talk about this in our dirt section and, and, uh, Jill and Ann have been, you know, that's one of the key things about doing, doing, uh, a relationship with, um, our friends, Jill and Ann at buybastropproperty.com and in your local realtor, whoever you're buying your land from is they have the, the knowledge of who the locals are. Who's the pond builder? Who's the carpenter? Who's the well guy? Who is the electrician, you know, and those things are just critical. And, uh, when you move out into the country, you want to find those folks out there. My driveway, whole bunch of that stuff has been from the locals. And, uh, we're trying to get beef to open a cigar shop and bakery. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll put a steakhouse in there now after talking about it this morning. <clears throat> The big, you know, uh, you'd probably throw down on a good in those places, beef, man, you just convert an old barn and people will come for miles around to eat steaks on Friday and Saturday night. You only got to work two nights a week. Maybe we could uh, do something where it's interactive, where I'm in the middle, right? In, uh, it's, in, so it's all about beefsteak. Well, you got to make something. I mean, and you have, you and you can play a, your movie, yeah. your movie with your great uncle on there. And we call it beefsteaks. Yeah, absolutely. Just think about that. And then you could have cheesecakes right next door in your wife's bake shop where people could go. Yeah, you just have it all in one. It's beefsteak and cheesecake. <laughs> People will just be piling in there on Friday and Saturday night. All right, we got two you. things on the menu: beef and cheesecake. Which one do you want? <laughs> you get it together. It's a combo. It's a combo meal. Well, hey. uh, thanks to our friends Jill and Ann, and uh, yeah, we're praying for water temperatures this uh, week are going to all be in hundreds. Uh, you know, there's a lot of folks uh, were joking about Amarillo, but they hadn't seen rain in three years over there. Um, Las Vegas, the big, uh, Lake Powell is Lake Mead. To, Mead. Isn't it Lake, Lake Mead? I think. Yeah. Mead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, Lake Mead. It's, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, stuff. you know, I was watching, I was watching those diesel guys, the guys that give away the diesel trucks, they have the YouTube channel and they go out and do these incredible rescue missions. And some guys, uh, houseboat got stranded and then the water level kept dropping and so his houseboat was stuck on dry land and they and they have all this gear and all these like army boats a mobile home at that point i think (laughs) yeah it was and uh they they went out i watched a video yesterday of them dragging him out um and rescuing him it was pretty cool that i like when they do Mm -hmm. i like doing the uh, powell or whatever one yeah, did you see they they found that Higgins boat that was at the bottom? It's like four scuba divers knew about it. it was forty feet underwater, but it was an old Higgins troop carrier that was on the bottom that had been uh, I don't know what they they think it was salvaged, uh, like because the motor was out and a bunch of the metal stuff was was gone, like removed and then sank. Mm-hmm. But it was a troop carrier from World War Two, a Higgins Holy boat. Holy cow! They, he said they probably used it for touristy stuff out there by Hoover Dam, you know, taking people out on the lake back in the day. But if you want well, to read. They're finding all kinds of stuff out there in that. Yeah. They're solving all kinds of murders. Oh, apparently. yeah. Well, and like, like yeah. the uh, fifty-five gallon Lake Travis, drums. too. When yeah. Lake Travis was down and they found cars and stuff like that that had been. Insurance had disappeared. Fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is a this is massive. I mean, what they're doing out there is crazy how how low it's getting. If you haven't, if you don't follow it, you ought to follow it. Another You know what they told me what they said was I talked to a guy that lives out that way and he said they have um around Las Vegas they have water um and they have well farms. So they have these huge industrial wells on 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 these huge plots of land and they're just well after well after well after well 
So they'll have water if even if a catastrophe strikes and they run out of water in the lake, they'll have water, but it'll just You're be, still pulling from the same same pool of water though, right? In a well. Water's the next oil. You need Why water you just on have your a product? bigger well and only have to have one. I don't know. Have so you water. heard it here first. Water is the next oil. That's right. <laughs> Bybassdropproperty.com. Bybassdropproperty.com. All right, boys. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. Founding Fathers, you know I've been watching a show on them and picking up all these wonderful uh, insights from them. And the one from Thomas Jefferson was, nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal, but nothing on earth can keep the man with the wrong mental attitude. Hmm. Okay. That fits that whole mall situation perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what else fits is Philippians 2.13. God is the one who enables you both to want and to actually live out his good purposes. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. Okay. Mrs. Granny says beef could start a cook yourself your own steak kind of operation kind of a you are cooks kind of operation and so i just, just go around and help driving people. to sunday to teach a bunch of kids people don't sunday even know school, what that was and she is chiming in hey this week folks we want to encourage you to get kids outside take them for a walk in the park showing the birds and trees heck we don't care what it is take them hunting take them fishing as long as you get them out into the great outdoor zone if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church check out kidsoutdoorzone.com kidsoutdoorzone.com uh, if you got a little boy who needs to have a mentor in his life and some outdoor time go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you're looking for a speaker you can get one of us guys uh, we may be open. Go to theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, if you want to donate to Kids Outdoor Zone, cars, trucks, land, or cash, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Uh, thank you very much for being tuned in. We appreciate you guys and gals for listening, you regulators. Uh, I think that's it. Tywire, thank you for making this thing happen. Boys. Let's put it together, ranch hands, regulators. Mount up. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife. For $43, my friend lost his life. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old 45. Cause the country boy can survive.